Welcome into the CatCast. We hit the links today as we're joined by Danny Forshi, our Director of Golf for Men's and Women's Golf here at Bethune-Cookman University. They're getting set to head down south to beautiful Port St. Lucie to participate in the Minority National Championships at the PGA Village Golf Resort, where it's been a dynasty down there. The men have won three straight. The women have won seven straight. Overall, Coach, I feel like it's been a successful season for both the men and the women this year. Of course, the men just wrapped up a second-place finish at the MEAC Championships. The women, we haven't seen in a month since the Adesto Island uh, competition uh, in Charleston, South Carolina, uh, beginning of April. So two different teams as far as the schedule goes, but I take it both are ready for action this weekend. Yeah, the, the girls are super hungry and ready to go. Having a month off was, was a long time for them. Uh, they're really excited. You can tell they haven't competed in a while, so they're super hungry. And the guys are itching to get back, too. You know, uh, second place, uh, it stings a little bit, so they're itching to kind of get back and compete as well. Why does it itch? I take on a program, Augusta State, that has won the MEAC for years. You know, coming into the MEAC, you knew it was going to be a challenge against them. I know you were gunning for them the entire year. Uh, but why does it itch? Well, I mean, if it don't bother you, something's wrong with you. Uh, you know, we're here to win. We're here to compete. Um, it just burns. You know, we, we worked nine months to get there. We didn't get it done. And so we're going to go down and have a good week this week, finish the season off uh, like we can, and then um, keep focusing on getting better, and uh, we'll, we'll come back and do it again. How well have they responded since coming back from the championship? Well, I think it's good. You know, the, you know, the first 24, 48 hours is always really tough. Uh, then you have a chance to kind of reflect and you find out what you're made of. You know, are you going to sit there and you're going to feel sorry for yourself or are you going to try to regroup and come back and get some more? And uh, that's the thing I'm proud of. You know, our guys are super hungry. Um, they're ticked off a little bit mm. and, and they feel like they got something to prove. And uh, we're going to go down there and see what, see what we can do. Probably a bad time to be the competition, it sounds like. Well, I just know that uh, our guys didn't like the way it ended last week at the MEAC and we're looking for an opportunity to, to show what we can do. On the women's side, they've had a little bit more than a month off from the time of their last competition to the tournament this weekend. Has it been easy or difficult for them to maintain focus? You know, at the beginning, it was a blow, you know, because usually we have the, the MIAC showcase and it, it can't cancel with a few teams not being able to come. And so it was a blow. Uh, but we quickly turned that into uh, some good preparation. And so the focus is there. You know, over the weekend, uh, the girls are ready to go. They're hungry. They're focused. Uh super disciplined in their preparation. Uh, I'm excited to watch them competing because I know they're, they're itching to get out there. Did you switch up the practice plans for them at all? Did you toss in a few fun games or do anything else just to try to liven it up? Yeah, so we did like a Ryder Cup uh, deal between hmm. the, the Europeans and kind of the rest of the world. So we were fortunate enough that we had six players from Europe and then we had six players from anywhere, United States, Indonesia. Hmm. So that was kind of the rest of the world. Uh, and we had a match, you know, and so they did an alternate shot, uh, a best ball, and a singles match, and it made it fun, and hmm. it gave, the, gave the the women's team a chance to compete, but it was also a good good thing for both programs. It was a lot of fun for them. So who won? Uh, the rest of the world did. The Europe took it on the chin that week. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Force, you're a director of golf with us here at Bethune-Cookman University. Men and women getting set for the Minority National Championships in Port St. Lucie this weekend. Sticking with the women, Yudika Rodriguez. She has had quite the season for you. What would cap it off for her this weekend? Well, I think there's only one thing uh, to cap it off, and she's looking to go win the national championship. Uh, excellent player. 
looking to propel herself into a professional career. You know, Yudika has all the talent and the tools to be a very successful uh, LPGA Tour player. Uh, and this is just another step along the way. Uh, she's ready to go. Had a good preparation. You know, we did some good work this weekend. Uh, excited to see her go down there and compete. What goes into that as far as the transition from when you finish your college golf career to trying to play professionally? Well, I think a lot has to do with, you know, your college career and, and especially the last year and, you know, kind of the end of your college career. Yudika has played so well for us this year, uh, this spring, winning several tournaments. Uh, and a lot of it has to do with mindset. When you start winning, um, you know, it gives you so much confidence. And sometimes people who haven't won before, you have to learn how to win. Mm-hmm. And Yudika has done that, and, and she's winning often. And so when you can carry that over uh, the professional golf tournaments, even though it's a professional golf tournament, it's just another golf tournament. You know, there's mm-hmm. still grass out there, there's a green, and there's a hole on that green. Same thing for her, and she's going to be more than prepared uh, when she gets there. So how does that work? Are there qualifiers? Is it open to any entrance? Do yeah, you so have to get she'll, invited? Yes, yeah, so what she'll do is that there are some invites, uh, and there's like a LPGA qualifying school just like the pga tour you know she can go to that lpga tour qualifying school and get through and get a card that way uh there's different qualifiers and there's other tours that you can play on via the symmetric tour and work your way up to the lpga tour and other little mini tours or smaller tours to get some experience so there's plenty of tours and tournaments for her to go to and uh, our goal and my goal for her is to uh to be the best player in the world you know we're going out there to chase to not just to try to get on one tour we want to get on the tour and go be very successful at hmm. that probably doesn't hurt that she gets to practice to lpga just about every day right yeah she's got there. great great facilities uh that's one thing we, we love here she's got great facilities and being able to to have those has really helped her improve she's so humble uh, when you talk to her and even having her for a couple interviews i try to get her riled up a little bit have some fun with the camera but it doesn't matter it seems the scene the environment that humility stays through, and that's so important for a golfer, right? Yeah, so Yudika is very quiet in general, uh, and that's that's one of her biggest uh, assets on the course as well because you will never see her get two up or two down out there. She mm-hmm. can be four or five under or four or five over, and you really don't know, and that's important. Uh, it's probably one of the best parts about her game, her mentality. She's able to keep the even kill, and it just happens to be a personality as well, so it's really good. Over on the men's side, every time I read Dan Ryan's recaps, I look over at golf stats. Seems like we've got a new leader as far as who has the best weekend. Going into the minorities last year, Marcus Soonloff led the pack on the men's side. But who would you say is playing the best golf right now if you had to pick one? Yeah, Jake Lane has, has been leading us all all year and especially all semester. Uh, he was he finished third at the Miac, uh, shot four under for the week. And to be honest with you, he probably had his B game. Probably mm-hmm. didn't play his best. Uh Jake is is hand down leading our men's program right now, and it, and it starts from from the work he does. You know, he he's he's the hardest worker. Uh, he is hungry and he's very driven. Um, so very excited for him uh, to get another opportunity to compete this week. Sounds like you've got a good leader for both the men and the women for those younger players to emulate from, right? Yeah, that that's correct. You know, like I said, the good thing about having the leadership is when we're bringing new players in, um, they see how we operate and what we do. And it's a lot easier for them to fit right in. For example, mm-hmm. we have Lucas uh, Johnson from Sweden joined us this January as a freshman, uh, and he's roommates with Jake. So right away, uh, he's out there doing. Jake's a runner. Jake loves to run. Jake's training mm-hmm. for a marathon now. Wow. Uh, Jake will do anything coach asks him to do, and that's the the best part about Jake is he's uh, he's doing everything. So when Lucas came here, he just started doing what Jake was doing. He didn't realize what Jake was doing was 
the 1% of what people want to do. He's doing all the stuff, and Lucas has really came along and is exceeding expectations as a freshman just from the leadership he's getting from Jake. Somewhat of a sidebar for that, but somewhat of a follow-up. Tiger had a quote after he won the Masters this year talking about how the field's different and what's changed since his first Masters victory, saying that just about everyone works out now. Before, I believe he said it was just him and Vijay Singh. He said even Phil's working out now. How important is the time spent in the weight room or conditioning to the golf program? Well, I think, I think in general, you know, if you're looking to try to be the best you can be, you have to do everything. Uh, and you have to be willing to do stuff that some people don't want to do. For example, um, our guys and our women's team, they practice hard. They do a lot of voluntary practice, a lot of voluntary weights and running. And that's one of the things we talk about, you know, uh, when we first get to campus in the fall is, what are you willing to do to give yourself the best opportunity to be successful? And a lot of those things is the running and the conditioning. A lot of people think the long distance running is just to get in shape. Getting in shape is just a byproduct of the running. What it really does is it, it really toughens up your mind, makes you mentally tough. Hmm. When you're on those long runs, at some point you're going to have the will, you're going to want to quit, mm-hmm. and then you have a decision to make. Do I quit or do I keep going? And when you can keep pushing yourself, what it does for you mentally uh, is something that's really benefited our program, benefited a lot of our players, and especially Jake. Coach Coop's not trying to pick out any guys for the cross-country team next year, no, is he? No, I haven't told him about that yet. <laughs> uh, Coach, anything you want to end off with as we wrap up this edition of the CatCast, getting ready for the Minority National Championships in Port St. Lucie this weekend? No, like I said, we just appreciate everybody following us along. We get a lot of messages of support uh, following both of our programs, and we encourage everybody to follow us uh, this week at the Minority Championship. And if you're down in the area, come on out. Beautiful course down there, and I know, as Coach said, the Wildcats would love your sport. Yeah, we'd love to see everyone out there. All right, that's Danny Forshe. Again, the men and women Wildcats are in action. Minority National Championships being held at Port St. Lucie, Florida. Coach, good luck out there. Thank you, Dom. I appreciate it. Nolan Alexander, this has been another edition of the CatCast. <laughs>